That L Word Podcast. Do you need the leadership work? Can you even love? A podcast about leadership and everything that people are afraid to say out loud. Do you love yourself? Because if you ain't leading yourself, how can you lead a multi-million dollar corporation? All right, this is attempt three. Okay, I'm going to rub my eye like I did the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I think I was saying the first time we thought we were recording, uh, you guys should see behind the scenes. Rob and TK were back there wrestling lights and timers. And and you would think Rob would be more agile as he hits the light with his foot. But like surfers, as you are a surfer, right? I thought y'all would be more like light on your feet, you know, like cats. Maybe. No? I don't know. All right. I don't know. I did expect a little more from him. Uh, he's back there laughing, trying not to be loud. But uh, yeah, it was it was funny. And and the things that came out of TK's mouth are not allowed on our podcast. My, got yeah. Yeah. I say I said it. This is certain words, but that, I think that'll go. Yeah, that's gonna be work. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to that L Word podcast. Uh, yeah, we're here. We're here. And Morgan's fresh off. A whole bunch of travel. A whole again. bunch of stuff, man. I'm a yeah. I'm, I'm fresh. I had man. I'm so amped up now. I had my decaf coffee. Woo! You said no, whatever. I don't think it works like that. <laughs> I said no, whatever. Um, and we're talking today. We're talking to the people about people stuff. And today is about. Oh, we had a good one. We were at uh, where we go today. We went to Grinders Grind- Cafe. Grinders right Cafe. across the street. Plug. Get grinders to give me some gluten free stuff. And Hello. Got good coffee. Hello. Um I had almond milk. Yes. Almond maybe milk. maybe if they hear this, they'll they'll maybe comp our coffees yeah. next time. But but um we came up with a really good episode for today. Hope so. It, I think it fits right in because Morgan was like, I've been on this string of travel, I'm super tired, and I was like, I just got back from a surf trip. So, that doesn't even sound like the same thing. <laughs> And so we started talking about like, you know, we're always, we're always saying you got to take care of yourself. You got to take a break. You got to make sure that you're okay. And then the question came up, do we practice what we preach? I want to. (laughs) I do. Um, Oh, it's hard though. You know, life gets away from me sometimes. I think it's, um. Focusing on you, and most of the time, if we if we are honest with ourselves, we're focusing on everything else besides ourselves. You know, it's almost. I would ask you then, like, as you surf, right? We talked about surfing a little bit a while ago. Um, when you're not focused on what you're doing in the moment, like, what tends to happen? What do you mean? Like, you know, if if you're not present, like, if you're not present for I guess the maneuvering or the wave or oh, or, in surfing, in surfing, like right, like so when you when you're not in the moment, because that's what you I think I'm, I would assume that that's what you're there for to be in that moment to be there with the wave. Like when if you do you find yourself like drifting off into thinking about other things? When yeah, you're but there? sometimes for me it's about being <clears throat> in the water. Okay, and then you know the waves are whole other side of it right because each one's different and all that kind of stuff and i prefer to not surf around people if if i can but then i also like surfing around people because it's a social thing okay and if you're out there with friends and you're talking and catching up and 
hooting each other on waves and stuff like that. That's the fun side of it. But then if there's a ton of people, then you get kind of like, I don't know. Then it's not so fun because there's too many people competing for waves. So it's got to be like this delicate this balance. A, so basically the, 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 the larger number of participants is more distracting. Yeah. You need like the perfect <clears throat> amount where you're there with your friends and you're having some fun, but everybody's getting waves and it's not competitive. That's the, the idea. And that's dependent on what's going on that day in the water. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also, I love surfing by myself sometimes. And those are the moments, I think, like what you're talking about where there's nobody else out there to talk to. And so then I'm, I'm like truly in it. And, um, but are you in it when you're sur- like, not just like waiting for the, waiting right, for yeah. the, 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 wave, the, the to wave to come, but like when you're like, when you get up on your board, are you able to stay in that moment? Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to. It's like any type of thing, but it doesn't last that long. Mm. Not here. Sounds like life. Yeah, right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> A little metaphor there. Um, no, it doesn't last that long, especially our waves here. And so it's, yeah, you're focused on what you're doing. Some, I have friends who are like, I, I don't think about it at all. It just like, it just happens. and they're amazing surfers. It just happens for them, right? For me... I think it's kind of a mix, you know, like there's certain stuff I think about and certain stuff I don't, but there's also like that focus of, you know, if you're kind of riding the wave and you're looking like, oh, there's going to be a good turn there, or, you know, you're doing stuff, uh, probably like riding a motorcycle. You yeah. Know, when you're going into a yeah. turn, you're like looking through the turn, right? <clears throat> that kind of, there's a similar thing there, but the moments for me that are like cleansing, the waves are fun, but the cleansing piece is being in the water and then either catching up with somebody talking and stuff or being by yourself and just being able to think. I think there's like, uh, you said, a, you said something was like, you know, when you're riding a wave, when you're catching a wave, like, and I, I would say life the same way you're I'm right now. I'm riding a wave. You're riding mm-hmm. a wave and <clears throat> it's hard to see other things. It's hard to be focused on other things, but there are some of us that don't, you know, they can, they can do both at the same time. I guess you would do, do the act and think about something at totally a, a different time, right? Or at the same time, and riding that wave in life, like sometimes you don't know what you do, that you're missing in that moment. You know, it's funny, Morgan. Is so one of the things that will happen sometimes is is you catch a good, especially on the bigger days, mm-hmm. right? And you catch a really good wave. It just as you're finishing that wave, you can kind of like look over the back, and what sucks every time this happens is you, you ride this like really good wave and you ride it really far in mm-hmm. and you look over the back and you see just like sets Another stacked up like, cause then it's going to suck to get back out there. Right. So you just had like this really fun, awesome mm-hmm. wave, but you look over and you're like, Oh my God, it's going to suck paddling back out through all that. That, I mean, I think that's a good metaphor for life. It is. Sometimes no. there's like stuff coming behind what you're doing. You think, cause I think that, that, that that lends to scarcity. Like you don't think you're gonna get, you're gonna think you're gonna get the same thing you had before, and you get worried. And now you're trying to, now are, do you are you more cautious the next time? Do right. you go as far the next time? Do you do you? Are you to take the first nice one that comes in? And yeah, I mean, and that's I think that's the big like the biggest part of like practicing what you preach is like knowing that there, there's so many different variables to life, right? And we can't give advice. If we're not practicing it, right, and under and when I say practicing that, that means not 
let me make sure I'm clear for everybody that's listening. When I say practice what you preach, especially when it comes to like taking care of yourself, recovery, mental uh, awareness, uh, physical awareness, emotional awareness, right? And really having fun. Having fun. It's not about just saying, oh, I need to go have free time. I need to have meditation time. It's like being able to identify your own inadequacies when it comes to overdoing it, like doing too much. Because like if you, if you don't know when you need to take the break or when you should be taking the break, then it never happens. Like the triggers, I guess. The, the yeah, love and also say. I would say what the break is for. Mm. Are you taking a break because you need to move your body? Are you taking a break because you need to rest your mind? There's different. I do different things yeah. for different. Never thought about it like that. For different reasons. And the well, you can I, do both at the same time. Well, and I yeah. was just going like to say what I love about surfing yeah. and biking yeah. and running. Mm. When I used to run a lot, it kind of does both, right? Like these are physical things that are good for your body, but they're also good for your mind and your soul. And it doesn't have to, I know some people are like, well, I don't bike, I don't surf, I don't run. Well, you don't have to do any of those things. Like, today, I needed some mental peace, like, and I just let the road, the window down, turn the radio off, and I just rode. I just mm-hmm. drove to see you, right, to, to get, so we can meet up to come down here and just thought and just, like, let everything go and stop. And then I really tried to focus on not worrying about what I had to do next. Yeah. Like, what does, okay, when I get home, I got to do this. When I got to call this person, I need to pay this bill. I need, like, we get, it's just like, we got a thousand. Have you ever seen those commercials where you got um, all these people walking on the street and they all go in different directions? It's it's almost like Times Square. Right. You got people crossing in every intersection and our brains are doing that. Yeah. Like going, fume, 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 fume. And then like. Screaming at each other. Right. And then you might have a scene where then. They come to, you know, they close their eyes and then they stranded in the middle of Times Square by themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's having the ability to do that, to like put yourself in a space where you are secluded from all the noises that, that, uh, that come from your world around you, those people around you, from your own brain. That's the hard part. Sometimes for me, sometimes that is sitting on the couch. Binge and trash TV. Well, is is Ted Lasso trash TV or not? We'll, we'll talk about Ted later. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Lasso is not trash TV. It is awesome TV. I mean, just pure trash TV. Like what? Like, 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 Love like is Blind. New Jersey's like, Housewives or something? It's on the same level. I just don't <laughs> like that one. Love Island, Love is Blind. Like, I love you know, it you know all, those, man. You know those kids are like 15, 20 years old. Acting crazy on TV. I know, but they, they, I think it's the personalities. But it's when I'm like watching stuff like that, it just I'm able to switch my brain off and just enjoy like zone out, yeah. zoning out. And half oh. the time, I'm not even watching the show. I'm listening to it, kind of watching it, and then doing something meaningless on my computer or my phone. You know, it's kind of like, but it's it's allowed my brain to just detach from everything to to quiet it. It's weird that. Noise quiets it sometimes. And my wife cannot understand that because my daughter is the same as me. If I'm working on something that I've got to focus on, if I'm creating content or, you know, like classes or Mm -hmm. whatever, um, I have to have music on. I either have to have music on or I have to have a movie on the screen up in the upper left-hand corner, like small, 
that I've seen a thousand times and I could literally quote the whole movie. That helps my brain block out everything else. And then I can focus on what I'm actually doing. And I remember my wife, the first time she saw my daughter like studying with music in, and, and she was like, hey, you know, you can't be doing that. And she said to my wife the same thing that I just explained. It helps me block everything else out so I can focus on the thing. It's like white noise. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny you say that because there's certain music I can't listen to. It's got to be almost like the movie. It's got to be. And it's be, a certain volume. It has to be at. It, yes. it can't be too loud. It can't be like this annoying nuance in the background. Right. It has to be but it room. also can't be something that I would sing along to, which is the exact opposite of what I said about the movie. You sing along to movies? You do watch No, musicals? but I can quote movies. Like oh. There's movies I could probably quote the whole movie. Okay. Right. Like, like what? Hold on. I'm numbers. I'm gonna go off on a tangent real quick. Like what movie? Would Anything you with Will Ferrell. Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Oh. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> that just happened. But this, but okay. It's, it's, okay. I I'm guess back the on we're, the we're way off. Uh, but the whole point here is that <laughs> it takes stuff like that to for me to to find that quiet moment in Times Square of that. Like that was a great picture you painted. It's super busy, mm-hmm. and then you close your eyes, and it's just you. It's just you. So what is it that, and everybody's different. What is it that makes it just you so you can block everything else out? That, so let me go a little bit further into that for those. It's easy to say, just block everything out, and I don't like when people say, just block everything out. How do we block everything out? I would even say not block everything out. Maybe create a space how do you create quiet. a space? Okay, same yeah. question. How do you yeah. create a space of quiet? How do you do it? Like, what is what is that? If you, someone asks you that, a client is like, how do I create a space of quiet? Well, and that's what I just explained. <clears throat> Mine is either music or a movie that I've seen a thousand someone times. Someone else. How do you give that example? Because I it's would, easy to say, go do this. But yeah, people, yeah. Do, if, they could, if they could just do it, they'd probably already be doing it. Uh, 50-50, I get 50-50. Well, that's where I would ask somebody, <clears throat> when are you most at peace? There we go. You start there. And when they tell you when they're most at peace, then you start to help them discover that by asking more questions about what is it that makes that so peaceful. I need to go ride my bike. Yeah, dang it. We just had a moment. <clears throat> it was a Morgan moment. But what is it about riding your bike that makes it so peaceful for you? Adventure. Okay. Like I, and I, I can't, I don't want to ride it with a purpose. I want to just go ride it and turn as many corners. It's like if I was on my motorcycle, same thing. Like you get on your, as you do things in life, there's everything has structure, structure, mm-hmm. this, and you got the numbers, you got the time, you got this, like, but to get out there and just get on my gravel bike and go into the Croatan, you know, the forest that we have uh, around us and just go early morning. When like there's no cars on the road, there's no hunters in there, so I don't get shot or nothing like that. And you just ride through, and you just listen. I, you know, and I might have my headphones in to the to the to the forest, like just to because a whole bunch of noise. But as soon as I get there, I take it off. Mm-hmm. One, I want to hear if somebody coming at the woods at me, <laughs> or <laughs> like some, or a, a beer or something. Yeah. yeah, I want to make sure. Uh, but the second thing is like I just want to be there. Like I just want to be there at peace. And the best time for me. My quiet moment is on that bike, 7, 8 a.m. on a Sunday. There's nobody out. Okay. I was going to ask what, what's so important mm-hmm. about Sunday. Because it's around here, everybody at church, or they yeah. sleep from Saturday, right? Yeah. Marines and stuff like that. They party hard, right? And so the roads are clear. There's nobody out. There's not a whole bunch of 
the worldly chaos going on, and I just ride it. And just every time I see a turn or, and the the, the most fun I have is when I go down and ride, and I find a place I've never seen. I was like, oh, let's take this left. You know, I've I've ended up in Newburn. Bro, what kind of metaphor <clears throat> is that for life? Finding that path that that you don't know where it goes and taking a turn. That was pretty deep real fast, actually. I don't know how to answer that with that quickly. That's rare that we do that though. Because it does that usually those But those come from the moment of quiet, right? Those come yeah, from cause those you're not moments. distracted. You're That's not right. distracted. Cause it, like when I'm if I'm to your point, if I go in there and I'm just like purpose, I got time, I got this, I'm not going down nothing I don't understand. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm just it's, it's, it, You're I can, worried I, about your wattage and your cadence <clears throat> and all that everything stuff. Everything else that has that really at the end of the day means nothing. Well, and I will disagree to the point that if you're on that kind of ride, you're on a training ride where you're training for a race or whatever. But there's a difference between that and exploring. But this is the, the this is the problem. I always I can probably count my training rides. I can't count my time my times of peace. Mm-hmm. That seems like an issue to me. In the, in the transition I am where I'm at in life right now, yeah. like before, it's like, no, I need to have a focus. This is my, this is what I'm gonna do. This is how I'm gonna do it. This is how I'm gonna get ahead. And this is how I'm gonna get stronger. This is how I lead by example. And now I'm at a place in my life is like, which one is more important, my peace, right, or all those other things that I just described? And we do need to be involved in things, but for me, at forty, going on forty four this year. I'm in a place where I like peace is more valuable to me. Like that time of solitude in the higher form that you choose to <clears throat> to be a part of that moment, surfing, cycling, meditation, trash TV. Trash TV, TV baby. <laughs> right? Those things are like how much time <laughs> it just like it just makes me think like how much time do we devote to our peace? Like we, and we, that, that's what this all comes to. It's like, we talk about, do we lead by example? And these are, these are the things that I think about to lead by example. It's like, mm-hmm. what am I doing every day that puts me in a place where I could be more valuable to those around me, more valuable to my own health and mental well being? Because when I have, when I'm the most creative, when I'm, Shoot, if I have an argument with a friend or, or you know, my my wife or something like that, the peace is the time where I'm just like, I can actually say, you know what, I should I should apologize. With the chaos, the chaos is almost def- I'm defensive, I'm on guard, I'm in survival mode, and the peace is like telling myself it's okay. You don't have to go down this road. You don't have to be. On guard, you don't have to be defensive. You can see so many other avenues, so many other possibilities. I guess to take the metaphor a little further, especially on the bike. And if you don't cycle, get on the spin bike. Get, get, get on the bike. But there, I mean, everybody at least understands or knows that. Hey, you know, bikes like we're talking about. You've got a computer or a phone that tells you all this. There's all this information on your bike computer or your phone. It's telling you. How much wattage you're putting out, how, you know, your, pay, your uh, pace, your cadence, your, probably your heart rate, like all this other stuff, right? So there's also, I think, these distractions in life 
So if you're out on an exploration ride, a peace ride, a meditation ride, do you even take your computer or your phone? Nope. No. What's the reason you don't? Because it's distracting. That's right. It's distracting. I want to touch it. I want to turn it on. I want to look and say, and you try to you try to convince yourself, like, I'm just going to look one time. Just one time. Just one time. This Damn it, no my wattage is off. And boom, then you're off on yeah. a training ride. So you've taken what was an exploration ride where you might discover a new path that would take you somewhere else. And now you've turned it into a training ride by looking down at that computer one time. And you've ruined that whole moment. Not ruined it, but you've changed it. Yeah. How often do we do that in life? We say something's going to be peaceful until we let the chaos in. Yeah. All the time. It, I mean, people. I guess we do it on vacations. We do it with peacetime. Who takes their phone on vacation with them? Everybody. Um, the biggest thing, like, uh, the one example for me is, like, I remember one time spending time with my my wife and I think two two of my daughters. I, I got four of them, so I just had to remember who's with me. <laughs> <laughs> and we went up to I think it was the rally, and I put my phone. I turned it off for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Mind you, how serious this is. I've only done this once in my life, <laughs> and I remember forgetting about it actually. Over time, like over that weekend, I forgot about it. But I also remember when I knew it was almost time for I could pick it back up. I was like giddy. So did, and this is a great point. Then did that like refresh your? Um, so what I'm looking for, like refresh you for work and being able to get back into it because you had taken a nice break and recharged from it. Honest answer, no. Okay. Oh, I don't. I did it because I didn't want no smoke in my house. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Like, okay, so you you cut it off. All right. But then you were you just said you were I giddy about getting back to it. Where did that giddiness come from? It was almost like create like a surprise, like you you know. Because usually when, let's say you, you're on your phone all the time and you're always looking at it, 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 you're always looking at it. And so you just get used to information coming in. I think I was more appreciative more appreciative to, to the information that came in that time, right? It's like you talk to somebody every every day and you you take it for granted. Mm -hmm. But then you realize... You have a few days away from them or away from it or whatever the, the, the task is. And you're like, I think there's, in some cases, there's more of a, in my case, there was a, more of appreciation. It's like, man, I wonder what's there, like who's there and uh, what conversations can I be a part of? Um, I don't know. I, and I, I, but I, I question even now if that was healthy. I would say even those micro breaks, for me, I'm thinking. The if micro I'm, break. If I'm in the water, that's hopefully at least an hour. We always, I always try to do, we call it the power hour, right? Like, mm -hmm. even if the waves are horrible, get an hour in before I get out. Rarely have I gotten out in less than an hour, just for the exercise alone. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm on my bike. I've, for that amount of time, I'm blocked out. 
I'm not looking at my phone for emails and texts and all those other things. So it's kind of a micro break from that. Okay, let's 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 uh, before you go any further, if you don't mind. Yeah. Let's go two things. We just said power hour, <laughs> and then we said micro break. Right. I think we you should need to define those in two to one sentences. Yeah. The 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 power hour is just I don't know. It's something we always. Yeah, but like that might help somebody. Like, that's a good analogy. Well, but, you know, what, what do you mean by power hour? What does that mean? Well, it just means that we, we're going to go out and surf for an hour. Even if it's horrible and the waves are super small, we're in the water, we're having fun, we're a lot of times <clears throat> making fun of each other because the waves are small and we're on foam boards instead of real boards or you know, whatever. I don't How know. can I use the power hour? In your, with your, yeah, with your with uh, sport or whatever. Yes. I think that's where you sit down and you say, I'm going to do this thing for an hour. Whatever the thing is for you. There because it's for my mental health. <sighs> power hour. Call it the power hour. Okay. See, there we go. Yeah. Now we give some tips and tools. Now we have, uh, what's it? What's the it? micro break. M micro break. I think the power hour is a micro break. So what you just described was you shut your phone down for three days. And I've done that too. Like the surf trip I was just on, we had Wi-Fi access here and there, but it wasn't a concern. Yeah. We were alone and unafraid, and just you know, it wasn't a concern. So that's an extended break. Gotcha. The micro break is I'm going to go get a power hour, or I'm going to surf for two hours, or three hours, or you're going to ride, or you know, it's those times when you're dedicating to doing the thing for a specific amount of time, and there's no phone involved. How short can a, uh, a micro break be? Is there? I think it's different for everybody, and I, I don't know. I don't even know where the power hour came from. It's just like this is a great one, right? It. My buddy always said it, and it just kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a way of keeping ourselves in the water, even if the waves sucked, like just for that but healing. Just side one of it. more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would consider that a micro break, especially as I look at if it's a work day. And I can get in the water for an hour. I can ride for an hour. And, you know, you've heard me rant about the stupid elliptical machine. I hate that thing. But even that could be a micro break. Okay. I don't think it is because I don't like it. I'm stuck on it instead of, like, being outside. It's a, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a emotional or mental thing. It's, it's a, a physical, physical one. So it's, it's a physical break. That's right. So yeah. it's, which then also makes me feel good mentally because right. I've done something physical. Once so, I mean, there's a lot it, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. But. I think that power hours may be something, but maybe somebody needs a power 10 minutes or I don't know, like come up with your thing, but you dedicate yourself to that thing for that amount of time that you need to recharge your batteries so that when you get back into it, and I found myself this way when I'm in the water and I know I've got a, a meeting that I'm excited about, I'm even more giddy in the water because I'm like, oh, when I get done with this, I get to go do you that do thing. That. Yeah. And I'm refreshed and I'm ready for it. So I think this is a, a tip or a trick for people that are in different phases of their life than we are. They're still grinding. Mm -hmm. Find those moments for yourself every day where you can take a break, whatever that break looks like for you, to recharge, reset, and then be excited about whatever it is. Or if you're not excited, at least you're not dreading it. Yeah. Because you've been able – and it's it's funny, man, when you're talking about riding Croatan – the one thing I miss about my old schedule was not waking up at 4, because I used to wake up at 4 a.m. every day, which sucked. And my wife used to say, you love waking up. And I'm like, no, I'm good at it, but I don't <laughs> like it. There's a difference. It, right? <laughs> but what I do miss, Morgan, was 
And if you've not done this, I highly encourage you to check it out. Go ride the Croatan when it's still pitch black. And so I would wake up at four. You know how many people just said, hell no. <laughs> well, and I ride Holly Shelter, right? But um, Which is pitch another. Pitch black? Man, it's like bear so and, and stuff in there. I would wake up at four and I would be grinding the pedals by 430. Because I would go downstairs. Stuff was all laid out. Stretch real quick. 430 at the latest. Usually 420. Yeah. And I had, it was a, you know, 50 to one hour loop. And all I had was, and not even a, a good one, like an old school kind of, uh, well, I say old school, but, you know, like the handlebar light mm-hmm. that would do about a eight to 10 foot um, diameter yeah, cone yeah. of light. Uh-huh. I didn't have a headlamp on. I didn't have anything else. I'd push that thing on. And then I would click on my little red flasher in the back. But when I hit the trail, I would turn that off. So I just had the front-facing light. Bro, you want to talk about solitude. No, I don't want to talk about that solitude. (laughs) And there were so many critters out there because it's pitch black. I had deer, like, running next to me in the the culvert a couple times. Turkeys cry. I mean, all kinds of stuff. But all you can see is what's in that cone of light, depending on the moon. And my favorite nights or my favorite mornings were when the moon it made you more focused on what's in front of you. Yep. Oh, that just that was a that was a good one. I don't know if he was going that direction, but like that, it made you more focused on what was in front of you, not everything that was around you, behind you. We have we focus on the past, how we focus on things that have nothing to do with us, right in the moment. Yeah. And for that whole fifty minutes, you had to stay right in the moment because that's all you could see. Peaceful man. And I've done the same thing running. There's a different feel on the bike for some reason. I think I've because you're running. moving faster. I've done it right. Yeah, because you like the error. That, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, that's up. right. Yeah. And especially on gravel. It's yeah, not even you don't like know what's going on. You might hit water. You might hit an animal. You might hit a rock. It's, well, yeah. and out there, you know, in the gravel, there's there's little streams and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Yeah. You should check it out, man. It, it was probably the most peaceful thing that I've done in a really long time. And there's... There's mornings when I'm like, maybe I'll go for it, but I'm not waking up before anymore. <laughs> I don't have to. Nobody <laughs> has to. But that, you know, and, and I've met, I meet a lot of clients, right, um, that I talk to, and I always tell them, like, today find yourself. And then the first thing out their mouth is like, I don't know if I have time. Mm, I said, make so, time. I, so I always ask, do you have the time to go to the restroom? Right? Because that's a necessity, so you feel you have to do it. And even if it might take you one or two to three to five minutes, you make time to do that because you find that important. And so I, ha- I, tr- I do my best to help them realize that we make time for things that are important to us. And it doesn't have to look like, because everybody thinks like, oh, I had a day or a break. Like, your, like you said, your micro, your micro break is like, it's different. Everybody's is different, you know? And I think sometimes um, for me, it's like, I just need like five minutes by myself or maybe Let's listen to some like meditation, or maybe listen to a, like a, a song that I haven't heard of, or a really good podcast. Yeah, you know, a really good podcast, <laughs> or, or walk around the block. Like sometimes I'll just like I have my yard, right? I live on a little bit o- uh, over an acre, and I'll just go outside and I'll walk the bo- the the border of my yard because it. I mean, I pr- and it makes me for me sometimes I think man, I appreciate where I'm at because mm-hmm. like I remember when I had nothing, right? And, or I go walk on some something else or. Or, you know, sometimes I'll go, you know, because I have rental properties, and I'll just go drive by them. And I'm like, because I come from nothing. I, so, I remember I didn't even have a home. Like, I remember that. That's, 
that's interesting that you say that to me. And that's, I think, a very important thing here. Those are reminders. You're reminding yourself where you are and, wh and where you where you were and where you are. Yeah. So that can also bring you peace and solitude. Yes. Right? Especially maybe if you find yourself in that striving mindset where it's got to be more, it's got to be more, it's got to be more. Maybe take appreciate a moment where you, you and appreciate yeah. where you were and yeah. where you are. Because you might find you don't actually need more. Maybe you do, but maybe you don't. Story of the life right here. I'm putting my head down. Oh, I'm trying to do more. I'm trying it's just you get so and, and this is you know, uh, a lot of people probably have suffered from this, like and I see it in people transitioning out of like a and I don't care what industry, it could be military, it could be corporate world, when you when you're used to a fast paced type of environment and I've talked to like clients where it's like, I said, you just, I tell them, you're just used to going at that pace. Like, you probably don't even want to anymore. You just, that's all you know. Yeah. So it automatically happens and you think you have to do it. And then I tell you, you don't. And you're like, what? What you mean? <laughs> like, right. what, I don't have to do it. You don't, just don't. You just think you do because that's what you've always done. And we don't understand how we get caught in these loops and we get stuck there. And then, yeah, you've associated that with your purpose. Yes. And when that, that goes away and it's not, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it was at that time. Correct. And then maybe you have to redefine your purpose. And that's something that I think some people have to do change. as they transition yeah. or change yeah. is what is my purpose now? You know, and we've, I know we've talked about this before. For me, I look at when I'm looking at money and stuff, it's what do I need to survive? What do I need to thrive? Which is like, the ability to go on surf trips, the ability to take my wife on a, a like a big vacation, the ability to take my daughter to music festivals. There's that next level, and then there's the the level beyond that that's like, okay, we're finally going to redo the bathroom. I don't know what my purpose is right now. Probably why my anxiety is so high lately. I have no. I feel. I feel like ever since I left, you know, I, I talk about people like I left the military uh, June first of last year. I've always done other stuff, but I have no idea what my purpose is. I'm. I, I can't. I just want freedom, and I feel like I keep shackling myself, though. So then the question is, what, what's causing you to, to put that back the shackles back on yourself? I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm trying to fill a void. I, 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 whatever. I don't know what the void is yet, though. Cause like I'm happy. Like I, I, I. I think if if I had to like create my own peace and be able to do the thing I wanted to do, I wouldn't be doing anything that I'm doing now. That sounds crazy as hell to say, but to be honest, like, I like to be honest, and like, I wouldn't like I liked, I like helping people. I guess that's a, I guess I would be doing. It, but I like help, but I like the creation of things. Like I like the stuff that I'm really good at, like seeing. What intrigues me is like psychology and marketing and things of that nature. But I don't want to do it in a typical way. 
I just I want to create. Like I want and I, and I want I want to have fun doing it. I don't want to feel forced. I don't want to I don't want to work on timelines. I don't want to work on schedules. I just want to like when we have conversations, we I have even like now, like I have the 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 most clarity in these moments of of like my own peace because I'm like really thinking. I try to let go of the things around me, and that's how I can say what I think, what I believe to be the truth, most truthful statements that I probably make with even when I went by myself. But I like coaching because I like the people interaction, right? And I like to see people's growth. But I believe that there's a creative side of that. And I, I haven't learned how to – I don't know. I don't, I don't know, and I'm lost, and I don't know what. I don't know what to do, and I'm trying to find it. But then I do something, and then I really get into it, and I'm like, man, this is going to take more work than I thought it was going to be. Um, no different than me like being a speaker, right? I love speaking, but I was listening to the hype of everybody else. You're so great at it. You should do this. You should be this. You should be big and do this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to do all these these efforts to be the biggest speaker and the best guy to, you know, to, to do the job. And then I get into it. And the lifestyle that you have to live to get to that point, I don't want. Mm-hmm. And people are like, what? I had a friend, he, he, was, he was like, you don't want to do this as much anymore? And they look at you in a judgmental way. It's like, are you are you okay? <laughs> are you good? Well, because they're thinking more about the money than the lifestyle. I don't care about the money. But that's what I'm saying. When people say things like that, especially if they know, you know, like, hey, you're, it's lucrative, right? Oh, it is. Like, right. But that's what I'm saying. They're, so they're, no looking at it, they're looking at it from that, not from happiness. But I, for me, I think I've been ha- unhappy so long in life. Like, and everybody said, "No, I've been happy." Like, I, I would always just like there are people out there that have had great. Like, I've had great moments. I've had great relationships. Um, I've had a great. I have great memories. But like, when I look at it and say, "Like, how much of my life have I controlled?" There's a difference between having happy moments and being happy. Yeah. And it's these, it's these power hours, it's these micro breaks, it's these moments that you, these, this is where you're going to catch it. it. These are the moments where you're going to be on that bike, having those peaceful thoughts and look down a path that you didn't see before, even though you've ridden that road a hundred times and say, what's down that path? And that's why these moments that we're talking about are important. I haven't rode my bike since last July. When I rode across America. There's a great book. I don't know if we've talked about it before. Have we talked about designing your life? Mm-mm. Have you read it? I've never even heard of it. You got to check it out. This book, we'll, I'll plug it real quick uh, before we wrap up here, is it was written by some guys in Stanford and they're engineers and designers, like actual design engineer people and they built it for freshmen in college and now it's like this course this book and it's been around for a really long time but they put a design approach on top of planning your life and they talk about how it's unfair that we put pressure on college kids at 17 18 years old to know what you want to do and there's all kinds of there's no way 
There's I not. look back now, there's no way. I don't even know now. But see, that's, that's, that's my point. Years old. Well, because we're in this phase that they call your encore career. Right? You've mm. already done a career. Now you're back on stage to do one more. And the, the idea behind this book is they say everybody has at least two to three lives. Not in like the Buddhist way. Yeah. But in the way of you can sit down and imagine yourself down two or three different paths. And that's what they help you do. Because from a design approach, if you're designing something, they, they design it in a bunch of different, different ways concepts, and yeah. figure out which one works best. Right. So they walk you through this process. And it's an entertaining way. It's not all scientific and weird. To help you realize, you just said you love talking to people, but you don't necessarily like the anxiety of the lifestyle. of. So they help you figure out and pick apart those things to then put something together to potentially figure out what it is that you want to go do. I just want to help people without it being a thing. Well, and that's... It's a thing right yeah. now. And it's been a thing. And I, I enjoy the thing. It's got me where I am. But, like, the cup is getting... It's filling up. Oh, I think your cup's been filling over for a while. Yeah, I know. And like you said, you've not been on your bike since July. That's almost a year. That would be like me saying I haven't been in the water in a year. I don't so are you practicing what we preach? No, I'm not, because I let life take over. You look down at that bike computer. I don't even know how we end this one. Like, <laughs> like I have nothing else. To, I, I have nothing, you all. I, I have nothing else for that. I, I think I just need to. I need to get on my bike this weekend. Well, I think that's a that's a great example, and it's a it. great place to leave. Yeah, yeah. it's it, just because you've not been on it in a year doesn't mean you can't go home this afternoon, grab it, and go for a run. I've been sitting there thinking about, like, okay, which bike I'm going to air up, and, you know, am I going to get on a trainer, or am I going to go outside? Uh, the gravel bike ain't ready, because it's, you know, but look, I'm not going to get into that details. But, yeah, it's like really starting to see what that looks like. And, and I think the key lesson there is if you – for, for the listeners out there, is if you find yourself off the bike or out of the water, whatever the thing is for you, doesn't mean you got to stay out. Go grab it, get back in it, find your piece, take the power hour, commit to that so you can see those trails that you've not gone down before. This was a good episode. <laughs> Holy crap, bro. Uh, yeah, that was a Thanks to everybody for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else to say on that one. Yeah, yeah I think that I think that brings it, us around, man. Hey, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, as always, shoot us your ideas for you know topics. Uh, leave us the stars and and please leave us reviews on uh, uh, wherever you're listening. It helps us out a lot. And more importantly, spread the word. Like pass this on if you find value in our podcast. Please pass it on to friends and family and coworkers and whoever you think uh, might benefit from listening. Yeah, I, I know that you found something out of one of these episodes, if not all of them. I know I find value in it, uh, value in it every day. Uh, and I'll come back next time and tell you how the bike ride went. All right. All right, guys. See you later. Thanks for hanging out. Bye.